Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode right here on Beauty, Travel, and Sophistication. I am your host, God's Masterpiece 22. Thank you so much for joining me. If this is your first time, welcome. I hope you stay for a while. Now, if you're trying to wonder how in the world do you always get that ad that plays on every single episode, it's supposed to be that way. That ad plays on every single episode. So, if you're tired of it, why can't it go away? It's there to stay. I'm sorry, not sorry. But it's only like, I think, what, 30 seconds to a minute? And then guess what? After that, my episode comes on. So, yes, I just wanted to talk about that because I've talked about it before in another episode. But for some of you guys that don't know, there is an ad that plays before my actual episode. So, Please make sure that you do not click out of the episode because you hear the ad and you think that my episode isn't going to play because it is. It just plays right after the ad. So, yes, if you are not a big listener to podcasts, you know, that is totally okay. You know, you may have been recommended from a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend, or I personally have told you like, you know, why haven't you listened to one of my episodes? You know, you're slacking as a friend, as a family member. Just listen to one. I totally understand, right? Um, but just think about it. When you're not in the mood for listening to the radio or Sirius XM, did I say that right? Or Sirius XM, and you want a good laugh and just some authenticity, uh, well, then listening to me is the best choice you could have made. I'm telling you that for a reason, guys. Now, think about it like this. It's Christmas season, right? Uh, You know, if you're out stuck in traffic because of last minute Christmas shopping, I was like that just last week, clearing my throat because I know I'm one. Um, And maybe there are some of you guys out there listening that can attest to that too. A way to avoid stress and running out of patience is to listen to me. Because I guarantee you, I will make sure that the next 45 minutes or more, (laughs) that you were waiting at a traffic light or trying to find parking, this episode will make you more intrigued on getting into my podcast and listening to more than one episode. So I was in Dillard's a few days ago doing last minute Christmas shopping like some of you guys still are. And I was looking around at something in particular I was trying to get. And you know, there's only one worker that spoke to me and said, hello. Now, I know I'm not the only one, but I know for me, I'm really big on customer service because I used to be a customer service rep for stores back in the day, day, day. And so I know how much it means to be greeted and how much it means for me to greet customers coming in and making them feel welcome and making them feel as though, hey, I got greeted. Well, let me stay a while and purchase some items from their store. For some people, they don't realize that getting spoken to into a store can make or break that store's business just for that hour, you know, or day. Because sometimes if you don't speak to people, they feel not obligated to want to buy from you because they're like, wow, well, you know, the customer service reps are rude. Why would I want to spend my money here? Believe it or not, some people do think like that. And so for me, I I feel that it's not that hard to say, hello, welcome. These are deals we have going on today. And that's that. Or maybe about five, 10 minutes in, hey, are you finding everything okay? Can I help you get a dressing room? It's not that hard, people. At the end of the day, you are working in a customer service environment. So I feel like you should do, you know, your duty um, by 
fulfilling that role, which includes, you know, speaking to customers coming in. So yes, um, so pretty much usually 10 times out of 10, right? I will go back to the customer rep that helped me if someone spoke to me. And this particular case, it was just one customer rep that did. And after I found what I was looking for, I walked back to her register and um, I checked out with her and I said, you know, um, you're the only one in the store that acknowledged me. And she looked really shocked. And I was like, you know, I had to come back to you to check out because you're the only one that welcomed me into the store. Everyone else just either looked at me or didn't even bother to speak. And, you know, I was dressed, you know, perfectly fine. But some people, you have to understand, um, probably just don't want to waste their breath. Don't think that you're going to buy from the store. So why even speak? But you can't always think like that because you cannot um, just assume, right, uh, that this person is going to purchase something from your store. Okay, that was my little my little uh, spill, my little five minutes. I want to just talk about that. If you're going to a store, you know, you're doing last minute shopping, you know what I mean? And um, I'm not saying don't purchase from the store, but just think that, you know, I, I know you guys are probably a test and say that, hey, having someone speak to me um, makes me probably want to stay in their store just a little bit longer. And for those of you guys that are working in sales and you are working at, you know, the mall and you speak to people and they don't speak to you back, right? If you have customers that come in and you're like, I'm doing my duty and I'm speaking to them and they're just ignoring me. That's okay. Because I've had that happen to me before. You just cannot get caught up in your feelings. The thing is you did the job. You said what you had to say. You welcomed them in the store. You told them about the discounts and whatnot and it's up to them and again if the shoe's on the other foot like it was for me if no one even speaks to you but you're like i need to buy something from the store then get it i'm not saying don't but i'm just saying for me and i'm sure a lot of you guys can say that it does help when someone does speak to you and welcome you in the store because yeah it's all about etiquette and you know being polite so okay moving on so I use this website, and this is not an ad. I use this website. It is www.didyouknows.com. And on this episode, I wanted to have a little segment where I talked about a few did you knows that probably you didn't know about. And I'm going to tell you this. I did not know about some of these things I'm going to read off to you. And um, I learned something new. And I think it's always great to challenge your mind, to learn something new each and every day, something that you didn't know the day before. Uh, because, yeah, it's something that you can now say, hey, I know this. I didn't know that before, but now I know. And knowledge is power. So let's begin. <clears throat> okay. Did you know? That the first letters of the months July through to November, spell Jason, y'all, when I read this first fact, I was like, really? I said, okay, Jason, July, the A, August, S, September, O, October, and November. Oh my gosh, that does spell a Jason, that actually spells a, a name. And he, listen, some of these, I was like, no one was going to sit through and literally come up with these. I mean, well, someone did. I know I wasn't. But just to find out that July through November, those first letters of those months spell Jason. Psh, I learned something new. Okay, okay. Here's another one. Did you know a cat has 32 muscles in each year? First of all, that's a lot of muscles. I would have never guessed. I'm not a big cat person, by the way, but um, 
for those of you that are, and you have a cat and you're taking them to the vet, you could school the veterinarian and be like, guess what? I know how many muscles a cat has in each year. And they're gonna be like, you do? And you're gonna be like, yes. And they're gonna be like, how many? And you're gonna be like, 32. And they're like, what? And you're like, yeah, crazy, right? And they're like, totally. Anyways, yes, 32 muscles in each year. In each ear, 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 ear. Okay, another one, another one. Did you know Elvis's middle name was Aaron? I think that's how you pronounce it. It's spelled A-R-O-N. I know some people pronounce Aaron A-A-R-O-N. I never really kind of got that, but I guess. But yes, Elvis Presley, um, his middle name is Aaron. So Elvis Aaron Presley. And I hope I'm pronouncing it that way and it's not Iran. You know how some people have a way of how they pronounce their name? You know, you'll be like, oh, isn't it Aaron? And they'll be like, Aaron. Really? Come on. Why are you being so difficult? So, but hey, hey. It's the parents that named them and that's how they wanted to name the kid. So that's how the kid's name is going to be. Okay, next one, next one. Did you know the smallest bones in the human body are found in your ear? I can believe that. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, I got another one. And this is about cats again. Did you know that cats spend 66% of their life asleep? I don't know about you, but that's a large percentage. 66% of their life is spent asleep. Wow. Talk about, they got it good. They don't have to worry about no bills. They don't have to worry about anything. No stress. All they have is meals provided for them by their owner and water provided for them. They also have, um, you know, their litter for them to do their business, you know, poop and pee and whatnot. Like they can just climb up on tables, climb up on the windows, climb up on couches, be all up in your bed. Like, Wow, the, the life of a cat is just so stress-free. Can we switch places? No, really, can we? Wow, literally cats have it good and then sleep most of the time? In fact, most of us humans are out working to make money so that we can live in a home, right? So that we can eat on a regular, right? So that we can have food, I mean, clothes to wear and a vehicle to drive to get to places and room in their vehicle to take that cat to their veterinarian appointments. How about that? So, mm, 66%, that's a lot. Okay, okay, I got another one. Did you know, oh, this is actually one that everyone kind of knows, but I'll still talk about it. Okay, did you know that money is the number one thing that couples argue about? Duh, who doesn't know that? That one actually didn't catch me off guard because I hear that a lot, that money is a factor of why relationships don't work out because, you know, money um, is a pretty big deal, right? You don't have no money, you can't do anything. But if you have money, you can do things. One thing I noticed and learned is that money comes and go. One minute you can have money, the next minute it's gone. So don't place everything always just in money, right? In the Bible it says, that the love of money is the root of all evil, and that is true, right? Sometimes people aren't even happy with money. Well, the thing is how you manage it, right? Don't make it your God. Don't make it something that you're like, oh, I just got to have more of it. Like, listen, it comes and goes, but what you do is you save your money, you be smart with your money, and you make your money work for you. That's what I've heard. Still working on that. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Now, this is one I have to tell you guys about. Did you know stewardess? Oh, gosh, I can't even say the word. Okay, let's try this again. <clears throat> Take two. Did you know stewardesses, 
Oof, okay. Is the longest word that is typed with only the left hand. So steward, you know, um, it's, it's stewardesses. I think I'm pronouncing it right. It's spelled S-T-E-W-A-R-D-E-S-S-E-S. Stewardesses. Is the, only, is the longest word that is typed with only the left hand. So I didn't believe it. So I was literally at my work and I was like, I'm going to type this word. And literally, I only use my left hand. So they're not lying. Try it for yourself. I promise you. Stewardesses. S-T-E-W-A-R-D-E-S-S-E-S is the longest word that is typed with only using the left hand. And they're not that's actually true. Now I know there's going to be a few of you that are like, well, I wouldn't still type with my right hand. You can, but most of the, all the letters are on the left hand side of the keyboard. So if you type with your right hand, it'll just be like, you're doing more work. Why would you want to do more work? Right? Like, no, no. (sighs) Anyways. Yeah. So what is it like? Think smarter. No, no work. No. Is it work harder? Think smarter. Think I forget the quote. I should know it by now. But, you know, it's like, if you don't have to work as hard, why do it? And in this case, just use the left hand. I'm telling you guys for a reason. I've tried it. Okay. Um, No. Think smarter. No. I I got it tongue twisted. I know I do. It's like at the tip of my tongue, right? I know it is. Like, think smarter, work harder. No. I can't think of it. Okay, moving on, moving on, moving on. I'm gonna, it's gonna come to me at some point. I know it is, probably after I finish recording this episode. Okay, another one, another one. Did you know that honey is the only natural food which never spoils? No, I did not know that, but I'm glad to know now. Also, do you guys like M&M's chocolate? Because I do, I love chocolate. Oh my gosh, I just love it. Dark chocolate, milk chocolate. I mean, all kinds of chocolate. You know, I've talked about this in one of my episodes before. Um, but I mean, I love chocolate, right? Chocolate's good to me. I love chocolate. And I mean this, I love Hershey's. Um, I love Milky Way. I love Snickers. I love, um, the, uh, Hershey's white chocolate, Hershey's dark chocolate. I love, um, Godiva's chocolate, uh, Ferro Rocher's chocolate. Um, did I mention Godiva's chocolate? I think I did, right? Love that one. Um, there's another one that I like. I can't think of it. It's a German one. Dang, I can't think of it. Another one of those. I'm having a brain fart. Um, and it's so... Haagen-Dazs! Haagen-Dazs! That's the one I was talking about. Oh my gosh. The German one. It's so bomb. It's so good. I tried it like years ago and I was just hooked. Um, but it's really good. So yeah, I love their chocolate. It's just really rich. And it just does something to my soul. You know, just chocolate, 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 and more chocolate. Um, but I just love chocolate. I really do. I have a sweet tooth, but I've been working on it. So shh, don't tell nobody. Okay. Ooh. Okay. I don't really like celery, but I know that it's healthy. But did you know that you burn more calories eating celery than it contains? So the more you eat, the thinner you become, you know, if that's true, or maybe you need to try it. Ooh. Did you know the only continent with no active volcanoes is Australia? Yes. That's the only continent. So if you're like, listen, I don't like volcanoes, then head to Australia. Oh, so this is a good one. Did you know about 90% of the world's population kisses? Mm, That sounds about right. I believe in that because romance is popular. Romance is something that a lot of people want to take part in, especially on Valentine's Day, February 14th. But um, I do believe that one, that one. mm -hmm. Okay, this one actually shocked me. This next one I want to talk about. 
and I still wanted to talk to, to bring it up. Did you know Coca-Cola originally contained cocaine? So, okay, hearing the word Coca-Cola, Coke, right? That's for short for cocaine, right? But to think that Coca-Cola contained cocaine, that threw me off like way on like another continent. I was like, is that so? Like it originally contained cocaine. To me, it, I kind of want to do research on, I'm glad it's not in it, but why was it put in in the first place? I don't know. Okay, moving right along. Um, let's see. Ooh, ooh. So I'm not, I, I eat fortune cookies, not often. Literally, I just like what it says inside. Um, but you know, cause I like Chinese food, um, especially that pork fried rice and sometimes their fried chicken. And I know people will say that's not Chinese food. What is lo mein and all that type of stuff is probably like Chinese food with like the egg rolls. But, um, you know, sometimes you'll get, I'll sometimes get like a fortune. I may open the fortune cookie or I may just throw it in the trash. What if I usually do is because I just want to see what it says in the inside. So did you know that the first, okay, that's not what it says. God's masterpiece 22. I'm reading, I'm reading something that's invisible. It says, did you know the fortune cookie was invented in San Francisco? Okay. I mean, I'm sure there was a first fortune cookie that was there in San Francisco. So I listen. So anyways, it says, did you know the fortune cookie was invented in San Francisco, California? I did not know that. Good to know. That is good to know. Ooh, another one. Did you know that koalas sleep around 18 hours a day? First of all, koalas and I are going to fight because I don't even get 18 hours a day of sleep. That's that's so we there's a there's a situation. I don't even you know what that'd be too much though for our human body because we're not supposed to sleep that much anyway. So never mind. Well, koalas, y'all are living a great life where you just sleep and chill. Again, just like cats, no care in the world, you know. Hey. No one's hating. No one's hating. Ooh, 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 ooh. This is another one I wanted to talk about real quick. Did you know the first Burger King was opened in Florida? Miami, to be exact, in 1954. You know, Burger King has always stood on um, uh, on um, have it your way. You know, you tell them what you want and they do it. Um, so, yeah, the first Burger King was opened in Miami, Florida in 1954. Hmm, good to know. There's another one I wanted to talk about really quickly. Did you know that all insects have six legs? Now I'm going to be looking at every insect trying to count. Do they got six legs? What about this one? Right? Um, I know for me, I don't think I've ever mentioned this, but if an insect comes into my home, the insect is not leaving back out of the home the same, the same way it entered. Unfortunately, um, the insect doesn't leave my home because first of all, if you're in my home, and you're an insect, you're dead. You're like, you're not going to live because I don't have this compassionate heart sometimes of, oh, there's a frog in my home or, oh, there's a bug. It's like you entered the wrong home thinking that I was going to share my you know, space with you. Like, no, you're not the company that I need or the company that I want. So usually 10 times out of 10, the animal does not make it back out alive. I'm sorry. You can say, oh my gosh, that's so wrong. That's God's creatures. And it is. And listen, there has been a time where I did try to save one, but it just didn't work out. But my initial response when I see one is kill it, kill it. I'm getting the nearest thing that I can to smash it up, right? Just kill it and it's done for. And then, you know, I just RIP, right? Rest in peace to the, all the family members of this insect that no longer will see this, this insect again. First of all, this is what I feel. You shouldn't have came in the home in the first place, right? If you wouldn't have came in the home, you still be alive. 
So for me, I don't really care for insects, but I mean, if I'm out walking somewhere, right? Like at a zoo or I don't know, somewhere where there's like plenty of insects and it just so happens that, you know, I'm near one, maybe, just maybe I'll be like, do they have six legs? I believe it though. So croissants are something that's really big over in Europe. And I know when I was in um, France, I tried, oh my gosh, they're croissants. That's how you know it's good. When I didn't even finish my sentence, I just kind of went into another sentence. Um, they're so good. They like, they're just so soft and oh gosh, they taste so different from over here in the States. But um, this one is, did you know that the croissant was invented in Austria? So Austria is a European country, so I can kind of see that. Mm-hmm, kind of makes sense, kind of makes sense. Yes, so I'm not gonna, you know, read off too many more, but I hope this is insightful for some of you guys that probably didn't know some of these things, you know, but um, yeah. I wanna read off a few more and then I will continue on with the rest of this episode, but I did wanna do a few of did you knows? Cause it's always good to um, expand on your knowledge and things like that, so yes. Oh my gosh, here's another one. Did you know that a giraffe can clean its ears with its 21 inch tongue? First of all, I didn't even know a giraffe's tongue was that long. So yeah, we find out that giraffes can actually clean their own ears with their own tongue. Talk about, wow. Okay. This is one I had to put into the episode. Listen to this one closely, everyone. Did you know the sentence, the quick brown fox jumps over the lazy dog? That sentence right there that I just read out to you uses every letter in the English alphabet. And of course I did count and I was like, okay, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P, Q, R, S, D, U, V, W, X, Y, and Z. And I made sure that every little letter was used in that sentence. And yeah, it was. Who would have thought that the quick brown fox jumps over the lazy dog would use every letter in the English alphabet? Wow. Crazy. Oh, wow. Okay, another one is, did you know that your foot has 26 bones in it? I did not, but I do now. And everyone I think knew about this one that, did you know the average human brain contains around 78% water? Um, so I knew that we can, we contained a lot, even in our bodies as well. And the brain, 78% is a lot. Um, so, so, so I know that our bodies do carry a lot of water. I do, I did know that. Oh, this is one. Did you know that 11% of people are left-handed? So when I see someone that is left-handed, sometimes it's kind of weird because I'm not used to seeing someone that's left-handed. It's like kind of weird, like you're writing with the wrong hand. But to know that 11%, that's a small amount of of the human population that's left-handed. So if you're left-handed, you know, that's, 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 that's pretty cool because you're one of, like you're, you fit into that demographic. You fit into the demographic of being a part of the 11%. Did you know also that August has the highest percentage of births? I did not know that. I did not. So that was a good one to kind of figure out and to know. Let's see. Oh, wow. I have a lot of did you knows. I don't know. We may continue with this because I kind of like it. I hope you guys do too. Um, so uh, what's another one? Oh, this was another one too. Did you know frogs can't swallow with their eyes open? I did not. It's, okay. Now I'm going to be like, okay, look that up. Um... Did you know your tongue is the fastest healing part of your body? That I did not know, but I'm glad to know that the tongue heals the fastest out of every other part of your body. Uh, Did you know that on your birthday, 
you share it with 9 million others, the nerve. I don't have my birthday to myself. I have to share it. Of course I knew that. I know a few people that do have my birthday and um, that's totally awesome. Did you know that a one minute kiss burns 26 calories? I mean, first of all, just to know that kissing burns that many calories, why would you just kiss for a minute and not like five or 10? If you know that I can literally burn so many more calories, like go for it. Um, did you know that you burn more calories sleeping than watching TV? I've heard of that. Mm-hmm. I have heard of that. This is another one I wanted to talk about. Did you know that at birth, Dalmatians are always white? That's right. They don't have their spots showing just yet. Hmm. Interesting. These are some really interesting did you knows, right? I want to read off of just a few more to you guys that did you know that the average person falls asleep in seven minutes. That's right, seven minutes. And uh, I did not know that, but I knew it was a short period of time. Oh my, this was an interesting one. Did you know that an ostrich eye is bigger than its brain? That's, 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 that's interesting. It's very interesting. So the eye is bigger than the brain. Hmm, I may have to look that one up. Okay. Did you know that 8% of people have an extra rib? Eight, what? No, did not know that. Hmm, did not know that. Did you know that lemons contain more sugar than strawberries? Definitely did not know that. I think I probably would have thought it was the opposite way around. So that's interesting. Hmm. Did you know that rabbits like licorice? Ugh, licorice to me is just so, ugh, I don't like it. I don't like the taste. Ugh. Rabbits, I'll give you all the licorice. I, I, ugh, ugh, don't like it at all. I think in, um, gosh, what was it? It's this one game, it's like a jelly bean game. And um, it's a whole bunch of different jelly beans and they have different flavors inside of them and you don't know what you're gonna get till you chew into it. And it's like a, a popular game and you spin and um, you pick out and then it'll tell you what jelly bean you have to eat. And one of them is actually the flavor of licorice. And oh my gosh, I had that and it was gross. Just like it's always been. So, I'm sorry, if some of y'all like licorice, hey, it's an, I'm sure, I, I just don't like it. But I, oof, if, if, gross. This one may be a little on the disgusting side, but I'm still going to read it. I thought about Red Lobster as soon as I saw it and I was like, mm, I don't know if I could eat another lobster again. But I'm mostly more on the salmon and shrimp more than lobster. But... Did you know that a lobster's blood is colorless, but when exposed to oxygen, it turns blue? Some of y'all may be fascinated, some of y'all may be freaked out and are like, ew, that's disgusting. But the more you know, right? Did you know that reindeers like bananas? So parents, if you're listening and you have fooled your kids into saying that Santa and his reindeers are going to be stopping by your home, you know, and going down your chimney and you want to leave bananas out for the reindeers so that Santa can take it back up to the reindeers, then you know what? You do that. Okay, let's see. Did you know that the most commonly used letter in the alphabet is E? I did not know that. But did you know that the most... Common languages in the world include Mandarin, Chinese, which I heard is hard, Spanish, and English. I did know that Spanish and English are definitely common, but I didn't know about Mandarin Chinese. So that's an interesting one. Hmm. And did you know that fire usually moves faster uphill than downhill? Good to know. Good to know. And did you know that memories are priceless? 
So I decided to let this go on to the next segue to my episode on today. And that's all about travel because, of course, uh, my title of my podcast is Beauty, Travel, and Sophistication. And I always like to add travel bits and information for you all out there. I know it is a holiday season and some of you all may be traveling for the holiday season or thinking of places to go for next year, 2020. So I just wanted to talk a little bit more about things that can help you on, you know, your trips that you have coming up. So I wanted to go a little in depth about traveling. So I've discussed about what to pack when it comes to traveling. I've discussed my travel adventures along with tips to help you with your journey. Uh, But let's start at the beginning you know, the very beginning, such as how to pick a spot. So pause, pause, pause right here. If you have not checked out the episode about my bucket list travels, be sure to do so uh, because you may not have a place in mind that you want to go visit for next year, but I just may be able to help you out with places that you probably had not even thought about. So you're welcome. Okay, so when I decide to travel, I always think about my budget. I think everyone should, right? I truly believe that that is the first thing you should think about. Uh, Can you afford the trip? If your answer is no, then you wait until you're financially prepared to carry on with your travel plans. So now, if your answer is yes, my next advice for you is to pick a place that you and whoever you're going with will want to go. You don't want to go somewhere that only you out of the group is interested in going because then everyone is just along for the ride, but not really enjoying the ride. Get it? And you definitely want to uh, make sure that your trip is going to be enjoyable and not miserable. So start by listing bucket list places that you want to see. Are you trying to go somewhere warm and tropical or are you trying to go somewhere that's cold? because then I can give you a few places to go uh, when it comes to going somewhere cold. So two places that I thought about off the rip was Alaska and Iceland. And I have a very good friend of mine who I was stationed with over in England and we are still friends to this day. And she used to live in Alaska and she also went to visit Iceland uh, with her husband. And so I wanted to share with you all some of the things that she had to say. Okay, so everything was not jotted down uh, when she was speaking. So she did give me a list of things I could definitely share with you all uh, regarding Alaska and Iceland. So let's get into it. So she said that when it comes to wildlife, Alaska is famous for salmon, mm, which I told you guys earlier, I love. They're also famous for moose, caribou, bears, whales, bison, puffins, and jellyfish, etc. When it comes to the scenery, Alaska is famous for glaciers and fjords, mountains, and more lakes, rivers, and waterways than one could dream. So if you're an outdoorsy person, Alaska is gonna be for you. She has mentioned that it's beautiful and that she would go back. So that like gives me, you know, has my wheels turning like maybe I should check out Alaska. Now, she did say that food is more expensive than average almost everywhere in Alaska and that the cost of a meal in an inexpensive restaurant is an average of $15 per person and then an 
and that's an anchorage so if you go to anchorage it's 15 dollars per person and then it's about $30 per person in Fairbanks. So if you have a tribe, that's right, it's you, your spouse, and about five kids, just multiply that by either 15 bucks if you're in Anchorage or by 30 bucks if you're in Fairbanks. So if you're like, mm, I don't know, maybe we're just gonna have to get one plate and everyone just take a bite, I'm just saying. All jokes aside, no, literally don't do that. Literally, you know, go there with, of course, your finances correctly and your funds so that everybody does not have to share off a plate and that everyone can get their own plate because that's stingy come on now okay there are places in alaska that do get dark for up to 67 days when i saw that she said 67 days my eyes almost popped out of my head i was like huh oh my gosh um but then in england it did get pretty dark uh pretty early just like how it is where i'm at now but i mean it would literally stay let's see it got dark it got dark but then you know i would say during the summer months it stayed bright until like 10 p.m so it's pretty nice so i know other places it does stay bright longer too uh but she said however most of the state most of the state does not get that dark but i guess some there are places you know that do go dark for up to 67 days she said those of us in southern alaska get the midnight sun in the summer without all of the darkness in the winter hmm okay Visitors often ask, like, when's the best place or the best month, excuse me, to visit Alaska? Uh, pretty much, you can't go wrong visiting Alaska anytime. Uh, but between May 10th and September 15th, uh, it's probably a, a good a good timing to go. The days are long, nature is in full bloom, and the air is alive with energy. And if you're like me, I'm very uh, energetic and full of life, and so you know, I'd probably go during those times. Now, she does say that she suggests renting a car in Anchorage for most of your land tour um, and then taking a train uh, from Anchorage to a port city, which is either going to be Whittier or Seward, uh, because boat trains can get you to the port in time to do uh, an, ooh, an, an afternoon glacier cruise, which is pretty neat. So you could do a glacier cruise uh, for Whittier or a Kenai for George cruise um, over in Seward uh, before you board your ship. So I like doing cruises. I've always done them wherever I went, boat cruises. So that'd be pretty neat if you're interested in doing a glacier cruise. Now, let's see, what else? Oh, okay, now we're gonna move on to Iceland. Remember, this is only if you're interested in the cold weather and you just want to go somewhere cold because you're somewhere where it's hot year round and you just want a change of scenery. Now, she also went to Iceland. Um, she and her husband went to Iceland for a little trip, which was, um, I was going to go with them again when they were going to go, but we, we, we all never went again uh, for the second time. But Iceland is uh, pretty much considered one of the most beautiful countries in the world. And so a lot of people like going to Iceland uh, because of their natural beauty. And so that's a good, it's also known as the land of fire and ice. And it is definitely home to some of the largest, some of the largest glaciers in Europe and uh, some of the most active volcanoes as well. Uh, but Iceland also, you know, is filled with light and darkness. Um, so keep in mind of when you do go. They do speak English, so that's a plus. Uh, English is actually taught as their second language in Iceland, and also uh, every Icelander speaks uh, the language fluently, so that's a good thing. You don't have to worry about a language barrier if you do speak English. They also speak other languages, such as Danish, Spanish, French, and German. So that's awesome. If you speak one of those other languages, then you are good. 
So she did say it was expensive. I wouldn't, I, I remember she saying that for sure. She said uh, for around 10,000 ISK, which is the currency for Iceland, that equates to $95 US, US dollar. Uh, she said you could eat out and drink more and take on some tours and paid activities. And then she said at 17,500 ISK, which is uh, Iceland's um, currency, that equates to $163 uh, for US. For that, you could stay in a budget hotel and eat uh, out for most of your meals. She did, like I said, say that it is very expensive uh, to visit if you were on a quote-unquote budget. Uh, She said also, um, hmm, don't eat the street food because it'll make you ill. And that's just one of the great travel myths. But their food is actually one of the healthiest in the world. So hey, you could try it at your own risk. Uh, she said that the crystal clear water and air is there, so you'll see that. Uh, and they have really excellent ingredients. Uh, for So it says what, let's see what she wrote here. The freely grazing, they have, oh, okay, so they graze our sheep and cows. And they have wild fish and chemical-free plants, which make excellent ingredients for um, some of the best quality food. So she did say that the food was pretty good, but she did say that it was pretty expensive as well so if you were thinking of going to either alaska or iceland i hope that some of those things that i talked about will help you when it comes to booking your trip and if you do have any other questions and you want to know more you know uh definitely i uh, youtube you know if you haven't been on my youtube channel which i'm probably going to talk about this later on because i did write certain things down uh, you can easily comment on one of my videos and i will get back with you and you know get back with her so that i can um give you all some more detailed information about Alaska or Iceland. The wonderful thing about traveling is that you may not have a place of mind right away, but you may know someone that has been before to a place and recommends it. So the beautiful thing about it is that you may know someone from a a different country that can offer recommendations about their country like my friend did about Hawaii. So when you are deciding on a place, think about how long you want your stay to be, right? Is it gonna be like a short trip or a long trip? You doing about five days or are you doing about 15? Uh, have an itinerary on what you wanna do while at that location. Uh, that's just, is just all, everything is my opinion base, right? Also think about how much money you're gonna need to do certain activities as well. And where are you gonna live, right? Where are you gonna stay? Um, not live, excuse me, you know what I mean, but where are you all gonna uh, be having your head lay at night? Airbnb, hotel, staying at a friend or family's home that lives in that same location that you're going, or hostel. I know, I said it. I've stayed at a hostel before when I visited Denmark. Check that out. My YouTube channel is www.youtube.com forward slash God's Masterpiece 22. And I talked about what it's like staying at a hostel. I even showed you all what it looked like. Uh, I said I would never do it again, but for some people they don't mind because it is a cheaper route when it comes to vacationing. Uh, The hostels are literally dog cheap, literally cheap. So I see why people live there or stay there. I don't know why I keep saying live, stay for a little bit. Airbnbs I hear are what lots of people are doing, especially if it's a group, they rent out a home that is someone's and they leave a key. I don't know, I'm a little more like, eh, how do I know they're not in the house? How do I know that they don't have the spare key? and it's just going to come in one day and be like, hey, you know, and everyone's scared and they're trying to figure out why are you in the home when you let us rent it? I don't know. I'm just like that. But hotels have uh, have always been good to me thus far. 
Now, if you stay in a friend or family's home, that's going to cut the cost a lot because you don't have to pay them unless they're like that. But that's also a good option as well. You're saving a lot more coins if you know someone that lives around there. Uh, but at the same time, just know that you don't have your space and your privacy like what you would want if you had a hotel or, you know, Airbnb. So, yes. <laughs> and then, of course, you want to respect the person's home that you're staying at. So you don't want to be up all night, you know, out exploring when you know they got to go to work the next morning. And, you know, they're being respectful and kind to you to let you stay. But let's not abuse. Right. So determine if you and the group are going to be splitting the cost down the middle, you know, when it comes to paying for separate things or whether each of you will pay for something different. So talk that amongst your friends. You know, you may want it in writing so that people don't back out, you know, and then, you know, go back on their word. I'm serious, y'all. You want to make sure that everything is done correct and in this format where you're like, no, you said you're paying for this. You told me on oh, December 15th at 2 p.m. Okay, you don't have to be that detailed, but you know what I mean. Uh, because you may have it happen and you just want to cover yourself. So designate someone as well from the group to be in charge of everything and make sure everyone's money is, you know, due at a certain time. You want to have deadlines because if not, people are going to pay you late and you want to make sure that you get your money and that you're not stuck paying that additional cost because that friend is like, oh, I can't pay it again. I had to pay for something else. So make sure that everything is planned way in advance so that you don't have to deal with that type of issue. You know, I talked about it before that I had an issue like that happen where um, I was on a trip with a friend of mine and then she invited more friends and we already had a hotel book, but then her other friend was coming who happened to be of the opposite sex and then they didn't want to stay in a hotel. They wanted to stay in the Airbnb. And then more friends were invited and then I stayed in the hotel uh, because I am just was like, well, I have the hotel and this is where I want to stay. And then I had to invite a friend of mine and she didn't mind staying at the hotel. But you see how it created a division and it created a mess because everything was set up. I had the itinerary set up what we were going to do. But then now you added more friends and you told me too late and they already knew about the plans. So they already had, were like, hey, I'm going here. And I'm like, oh, why am I just finding this out? So you want to make sure that everyone's on one accord. And it does help when everyone knows everyone versus, oh, hi, I'm meeting you for the first time at the airport. It's a little uncomfortable. And that's what happened. And then, of course, certain people don't want to do everything that you want to do. So now you're like, well, first of all, it was me and you on this trip. And you invited all these people. And they don't want to do half the things that I had planned for us to do. And you went along with everything that I had plans to do. But now that all these friends are here, now you're acting some type of way. And you're like, well, I don't want to do that no more. So sometimes... I can see why certain listeners will be like, no, nah, I'm not going to go with the group because sometimes when you come in a group, it can create a lot of conflict. So maybe if you go with one person or two people, it may be a little different, but you know, just know the crew that you're hanging out with and you'll be able to determine that. I'm sure you will be able to determine that on your own. So yes, when choosing a place, you want to make sure that when you go traveling, you have a lot to do when you get to that place obviously, right? I told you how I had planned everything out and a lot of things did not get done. And I was extremely disappointed because I had wanted to go to this location for so long. Barcelona, Spain was on my bucket list. And you know, when things didn't go as planned, I was, I was disappointed. So I've learned now to um, not go with a group, but that was my first, I think one of my first times going with a group and it just kind of caught me off guard because we were literally leaving, I think in a week. So I was like, well, psh, I can't back out now, you know, things are paid for. So just make sure that everyone that you're going with knows one another, you know, or is down for, hey, all the things that you have planned to do. Um, because when you don't know other people, now you are 
literally um, needing to now relay the information to, you know, your friend to now relay the information to all the other people to let them know, hey, are you guys down with doing this and that? So make sure that where you're going that you have a lot to do in that area. So head over to TripAdvisor or Booking and uh, or uh, even Expedia and you can find things to do. So booking.com allows you to reserve hotels without paying until you get there, which is a plus. I love that. Uh, this is not sponsored. And they also have uh, like a spot where they'll show you things that you can do in the area and you can book those things as well. So, you know, you can have a little itinerary getting started. So my recommendation is to reserve things so it does not fill up and you're left one activity short, right? Because Sometimes that will happen. You wait too late to book something and it's only uh, reserved for a certain amount of people to be in this activity and then you waited too late and so now that's one activity that you have short and now you need to fill that time slot with something else. So make sure that you do start early with things like that. If you're interested in renting a car once you arrive at the airport, uh, you may want to, like I said, bundle with Expedia or check with your hotel and see if they have a bus shuttle uh, from the hotel to the airport and back. I know when I visited uh, Italy with my friend, uh, the one that actually gave you guys the recommendations for Alaska and Iceland, we were in uh, Milan, Italy, and we did that. Uh, we stayed at what's called like an airport hotel, and they had a shuttle that would take us from the hotel to the airport, you know, airport to the hotel. And uh, when we needed to get to the city area, the hotel would take us back to the airport, and they actually had a spot in there where you could purchase your bus ticket, and then the bus literally would meet us at the airport and then take us into the city and back. And we would do that when we were done with the city, have the bus take us back to the airport, and then we would call the hotel, and the hotel would pick us up from the airport. So it worked out like that um, versus, you know, getting Uber rides and things like that. So check with the hotel as well. As well. That way you're not trying to figure out your mode of transportation at the last minute. So um, I had this happen uh, one time before, and it was not pretty, and I was really upset um, with my a trip to Spain to Spain. And, um, again, no shade on anyone, but I had everything booked. I had, uh, the, uh, rental, uh, car coming to pick up the whole group, right? When we left that day and everyone was on board, we paid. And then on the way back, I also had booked for us to have a rental pick us up. And some people decided to go back home early from the trip. So they didn't leave all together. We didn't all leave together, you know, leaving Spain. So now one person leaves, that means now we have to up the charge on each person paying a higher fare because now that one person that's gone, you know, is now we have to make up for what I assume would be what, like eight people. And now it's like seven. And then found out literally the day at the airport, one other person was not coming back with us. So now we're down to six, right? And so a lot of these things weren't related to me. And then next minute, half of them don't want to take the taxi back because it's expensive now. Obviously it's expensive because we have less people. So now I'm stuck, have to call to cancel the rental car from coming to pick us up and then having to literally get another one of the girls on board to figure out if someone can pick us up because everyone that I called was, you know, busy, right? Isn't that crazy how when you need people, all of a sudden they're busy. When they need you, you're always there. Yeah. One of those situations happened. I was freaking out. But anyways, we got it. I had to pay gas money, but I was like, you know what? It is what it is, right? I just want to get home. So just keep those things in mind as well. 
A big piece of advice is that although you are going to be new to the area that you're going, let's say you've never been to this new location, just make sure that you don't stand out from the crowd and that you do try and blend in as much as you can and not be that target. And a lot of pickpocketers, pickpocketers happen, so make sure that your valuables are in front of you, front and center. Um, bring me back to basic training. But um, anyways, that you're you're carrying a handbag that is not one that you have to hold, but one that you can, like a crossbody, so that your belongings are in front of you and not wearing a book bag where people can easily, you know, take things from your book bag because sometimes you, you some people are slick now they can literally unzip your bag and you won't even know what they're feeling and they take stuff out and then you're like oh my goodness where's my passport how am I going to get back to the states or how am I going to get back to the country of origin that I'm from so keep that in mind travel with as less as possible when I was in Paris Paris is like my favorite city I was like stunting on them and I had like on jewelry and I was good from head to toe and I was getting so many stares because I stood out like a sore thumb I definitely look like a tourist but I was like this is my spot I want to great get great pictures but looking back it did put me as a target and I definitely stuck out so I probably not do all that or you know what you can do you can bring certain things that you want to you know to have like that's picture worthy take those out when you're going to take a picture but make sure the things that you want to be put in the picture are not going to weigh down your bag and that um, if you do wear a book bag put it in front of you instead of in the back of you and make sure that the valuables that you do bring are really not in are inexpensive don't bring you know of course a watch that's like 80 bucks bring things that hey i paid five bucks for this at like this jewelry store you know at forever 21 where if it got snatched off i'm not gonna be hurting you know things that are not expensive things that aren't real you know what i mean unless of course your earrings are real but like bracelets and watches and stuff like that because if in the event you know someone was like hey i'm feeling like stealing today and decided to take your coat or not your coat but your bag and things in it you want to make sure that that jewelry is not worth a lot okay also try mom and pop shops versus big chain restaurants because the food tastes I've heard a lot much better and the atmosphere is very homey and um yeah I just it's just it's nice and you want to support like small mom and pop shops versus the big names you know so Yelp is a good option when it comes to picking good places to eat and I'm going to see if I can get a review from one of my good friends who uses Yelp all the time um, one thing I like about Yelp is the reviews are genuine and honest and so I'm going to see if I can get one of my best friends on here to I'll tell you all about why Yelp is so important to her, why she uses it, and uh, why it's been great for her. So I know I mentioned itinerary earlier in uh, this episode, and some are just, you know, some people are like, hey, I'm rather a ticket by ear type of person versus itinerary. And I understand that, right? Um, but I do say that sometimes it is good to plan so you know how much time you know you have to work with. Remember, certain things are unavoidable, right? We can't, um, or certain things we can't control, such as weather, traffic, and um, any other unforeseen circumstances that may occur. So on my trips, I've always, that I've taken in the past, I always had to bring an umbrella, a small umbrella, because you never know, it could be raining or it could be sunny and the next minute rain just starts showering down or bring a raincoat. But if you can bring like a little umbrella just in case, you know, sometimes the weather isn't always 100% accurate, but that'll help, especially if you're like me and you don't like to get your hair wet. <laughs> bring an umbrella. Now, if your hair is dead and you got braids in or, you know, you know what I mean. An umbrella is always going to help. And I'm one of those that's like, oh, I don't want to get my hair wet because I'm going to melt, right? Mm. But anyways, I always bring a uh, an umbrella with me at all times. Also, another thing I would say is always bring cash with you because not every place is going to 
you don't always want to use your card everywhere you go, right? Sometimes it's nice to just pull out cash um, and things like that just to have readily and available. Um, even if you have to go somewhere and you want to leave a tip or a place that's like, hey, our machine went down. Oh, bummer. And, you know, the nearest uh, ATM is like 20 minutes away walking. And you're like, listen, I don't want to have to signal down for an Uber. Then, you know, just have that on hand with you or when you're at the airport, pull out while you're there. Also, if you're traveling to a foreign country, I always will sometimes pull out at the airport or somewhere else that may be cheaper because sometimes the currency rate or the exchange rate, excuse me, is probably going to be a little bit more expensive if, if you're at the airport. But if you don't know of another one nearby that's close, you know, like in the city area, and you're, let's say you're not going to be going to the city for a while because you want to drop off all your belongings at the hotel, then I say, hey. It don't hurt to just get your currency right there at the airport. That way, along the way, traveling to your air, you know, your hotel, you may see something that you're like, I just want to have this right now. And you can buy it right then and there. So I, I, I say, I say, sometimes I've gotten my currency exchange, you know, my currency right there at the airport. It's worked for me and I've been great, been fine with it. And um, I don't regret it one bit at all. So an umbrella, like I said, is always good. Wear comfortable shoes all day, every day. I know you want to look cute, but at the same time, your feet will be hurting if you're not comfortable after a while. So I definitely say wear comfortable shoes, shoes that you can walk in for a whole day's worth. Um, and um, yeah, and having an itinerary to, to, to me, honestly, it just helps you out uh, because let's say, uh, I'm okay, on some of my trips I've taken, some were last minute, I'm not gonna lie, right? It was like, oh, we're going here, yeah. In a week or some took months to plan but i always had some type of itinerary and things we could do where we went so one of the places we went to was milan italy and you know milan is supposed to be like fashion capital but when i was there i was so disappointed so there was this one cathedral called the dumo and um it's a great cathedral oh it's beautiful inside and out oh my gosh it's breathtaking so when you're in europe you'll see a lot of cathedrals all over like i got cathedral out because i saw so many but they're beautiful and they all look different on the outside and on the inside and so one i definitely still want to see but it's burned down right now is notre dame in paris i literally was on the bus and we were driving by it and i was like that's where i want to stop the line was ridiculously long so it would I, it would take me about two hours waiting outside before I get in. And when you go into these cathedrals, you, they will take a while. So you're inside of these for a very long time as well. And I think on my Milan video, I did a travel video on Italy, you will see inside of the cathedral, what looks, which looks amazing. But if you're one of those people that you don't want to sit there and wait, then you're going to figure out, then you got to figure out what do you want to do next. And because you're a tourist and other people are tourists too, you guys are all going to be doing touristy things, which means no matter what you want to do, you're going to be waiting for a while. So just pick things, figure out how long the wait is going to be and things like that. And uh, I, I think for me, one of the biggest tips I can take that I can give to you, excuse me, is to make sure that you always carry with you at all times the word called patience right? Because you're going to need it. You're going to be waiting for a long time sometimes and make sure that you are well fed and that you are not hungry when you go to visit some of these touristy things that you're going to do because you're going to be hangry, right? You're going to be upset and pissed off that you haven't ate and you're hungry and now you got to wait in line for two hours and you're impatient as this. That's just a, a, a recipe for disaster. So when it's all said and done, make sure that you have enough days to accomplish things. If you can't do everything in one day, then do it the next day. That's my biggest tip I can give to you and make sure, like I said, everyone is on board uh, and make sure that, you know, you have time spread out like, hey, we're going to have breakfast here. OK, then after that, we're going to see this uh, 
monument and then this will take about two three hours and after that we're going to go to lunch and after that we're going to do this and make sure that you have everything set up and planned how you're going to get there are you going to take a uh, public transportation such as a bus or are you going to take a taxi or are you going to take an uber now when i was in chicago which i talked about this in one of my episodes i did not do a recording of a video on it but i went with one of my friends and i did not know that my friend was not going to want to walk a lot I'm sorry, I didn't ask that very, very important question. Now, I had been to Chicago before, so I knew that it's a lot of walking and it's, it's very busy. I don't mind walking, I love walking. You know, my mom and I had went one time, we walked everywhere, we love the exercise. My friend does not. So you know what? We were doing Uber, 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 and more Uber. And Uber, 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 and more Uber does cost money. And for me, I, you know, it was my first time kind of using it because I was like, ooh, Uber. So I'd be like calling an Uber, booking an Uber, and they'd be there like in a minute or two. And she'd be checking out at the right, you know, checking out, um, getting like a souvenir from a place that we went to visit. And I'm like, oh, I didn't realize they come this fast. And then after that, I'd pay them like seven bucks. And then I would also tip them five bucks. I did this about six times. So just imagine how much money I'm now spending on an Uber when we could have walked everywhere. So this is one of the things I will I will mention to you guys. And we both, we, we like she paid too. It's not like I just did everything, but you know, I paid for a good amount of the Uber. But one thing, Uber rise, one thing I will mention is if you're going to a big city like Chicago, the first time I went, my mom and I, we stayed downtown, right? Um, so for two nights, I think we were there for two nights, we stayed at the Talbot Hotel, which is T-A-L-B-O-T-T, and it was about $300 for two nights. I knew how expensive it was going to be, and I was prepared to spend that money. Um, it was very nice. It's downtown. Literally, like, everything's there for you. They have someone that comes out, you know, to get your luggage, brings you inside, greets you, takes you upstairs. Of course, you tip you know, the, the gentleman that takes your bags upstairs with you. Uh, there's like a little area to sit and eat. They have like a bar area. They have breakfast served that you can pay. It's not free. And then they have these really nice comfortable couches. They also had robes for us. So when we showered, we took them, we got on our robes and took pictures. And we had um, a view of like the downtown area, which was nice, right? It was really, really nice. And so when we walked out, we went, we were so close to all the attractions, right? And that was the best thing about it. There was restaurants nearby and everything that we wanted to do as a tourist was around. And I remember when we, I took my car down there and we parked it into this parking garage and they told us and it was going to be like 60 bucks for the time that we were going to be there. And they said, as long as we don't move it, we will not have to pay anything more. So that's what we did because I had to put my car somewhere. So my biggest thing is I know you're saying, wow, that's expensive, but in the end it's worth it because the next time I went down with my friend, we stayed about 40 minutes away from Chicago because she didn't want to pay the price for the hotel. She's like, that's too expensive. I'm good. I was like, okay. Let's do it this way. So we stayed about 40 minutes away. So now remember, now we're accounting, we're now putting into gas. I have to fight the traffic because Chicago's traffic is like no other. I mean, literally any time of the day, it's busy. I'm like, do people work? 10 o'clock in the morning, like it seems like it's five o'clock rush hour. Like I don't understand. Um, so anyways, we get down there. Now we have to find parking, right? So we're finding parking and we have to park at a parking garage and we're going to be there for a couple of hours because now we're exploring, right? So now we, we park and now I see that, okay, parking is going to be about like 30 bucks for about two, three hours. Okay. So now we're on a time crunch because now we're trying to figure out how we can get the most out of our buck for these two, three hours without having to pay more while we're in the parking garage. So first of all, to hassle to find parking when you go up into the garage, then you got to come out, you go, you find where things are, but because now we don't want to walk everywhere. Now we're Ubering. So now we're about 30 bucks right from parking. And then now we have to Uber everywhere. Now, granted, Uber will get us to where we need to get to in about five minutes. So we do get a lot done, but at the same time, at what cost, right? 
So we're paying 30 bucks for parking on one day. And then we went to probably about three attractions on that day. So now let's say we are paying $7 a piece for Uber. And then I was tipping them about $5 a piece. So, you know, that's $12 per uber and let's say we did three attractions so now we're at 36 dollars that i paid for that day plus again the 30 dollars for parking for the parking garage now we're hungry we want to eat where are we going to eat at so we go and find somewhere to eat that probably was a good like 12 bucks and then you know maybe you want to add a souvenir right that's probably about five bucks right as well so now you want to go shopping right so you're going to go shopping probably you're going to spend i don't know 40 bucks on clothing you know you see certain things or you see um some other food that you want to try right so now we've encountered now um let's see thirty dollars for parking right uh twelve dollars for food five dollars for a souvenir and let's say you wanted to go shopping so you got like a shirt or two or a purse or whatnot so that's forty dollars and then also you have to take into account um the three attractions that you needed the uber for plus the tip that you gave them which is 36 bucks so you're over a hundred dollars spending right and that's for one day and we're there for about three days so if you think about it and that doesn't include hotel costs so sometimes when you think about it even though you're splitting certain things it may come up to the same amount you would spend if you were downtown so just put some of those things into effect you know and also gas money how much it's going to take for you to go back and forth and the next day having to get parking again and then of course paying your foot of the hotel bill and then of course eating again so sometimes i will say just bite the bullet and sometimes if you have to stay downtown stay downtown because even though you're looking at it as it's expensive at the end of the day it may be the better it may be the better uh, way to go because you probably will still end up saving more than spending um, because you're right downtown and you can walk everywhere and all you're doing is either ordering you know things to eat and um, you may get a, a, you know some souvenirs but you may not you may not overindulge that like you would if you were going back and forth each and every day because you may be like oh i'm right down here i'll maybe come back and then maybe you'll be like oh, i don't really need it but when you now have to drive 40 miles away to get back to your hotel you're like oh man i need to get this i need to get that right you're thinking of all those things and always thinking to effect of the traffic like i mentioned earlier and the weather you know and any other unforeseen circumstances that may come in your way so think about those those are huge things that you probably wouldn't think about until you're in the situation and because i have been in that situation i know what it's like so i'm just trying to help you all out there as well um so that you guys don't face the same type of issues that i did and you know of course i'll definitely want to continue bringing you with more travel tips along the way because any way I can help you is is, 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 is is makes me feel good. Uh, so I really hope that y'all enjoyed uh, today's episode. It was long. I hope that I gave you lots of great information that you can use with you when it comes to traveling. And also another thing is bring a jacket wherever you go. Uh, because again, weather changes, right? Whether it's a thin jacket, thick jacket, whatever it may be. But bring that as well because you never know. And um, that will save you a lot. But again, thank you all so much for listening to this episode. I really hope that you all enjoyed it. And... I'll be back next Sunday and y'all be blessed.